Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is really fascinating. It's really talking about the design of the system of physical reality, how this whole system is set up, how the law of attraction works, how we come in for a purpose and a reason and what that purpose is and why this system is perfect for that purpose. Once you understand that purpose and how it's set up, you'll see the perfection in the system and you'll understand why everything works the way it works. It's really interesting. And of course, uh, it's all based in love. It's all bringing you towards higher levels of expansion in love. It's all designed for your expansion in joy. And it's also designed to help you reshape your mental construct so that you can see more of who you truly are when you're on your journey of self-discovery. So I think you'll find this one fascinating. We've got a bunch of really cool stuff going on. We have uh, the new audio book, and that was narrated by Jackie Seiden. It's fantastic. It's on the website, and just click on the books there, and you can have the audiobook for that. Uh, we also have a new mastermind class going on. We're right in the middle of uh, creating that now. It'll be a 12-week course. We're going to do it with business owners and professionals who are looking to radically expand their business by incorporating Joshua's teachings and changing your mental construct around your work. So creating this work-life experience that's highly satisfying and abundant and free all at the same time. I'm going to be doing that with Jerry Mastelon. Jerry is a CEO of uh, many companies. He's got a fantastic track record in business. I was in a business myself before getting into Joshua and have a lot, you know, 40 years experience in that. So we're going to take a really small group of people and this group of people will go together. You'll be partners. We have uh, one week, uh, a weekly call that we do, plus all the other stuff we do. There'll be emails every day, daily spiritual practice, all that. And then we'll get together and we'll look at everyone's business, everyone's career, and we will focus on those aspects that will be enhanced when you understand how you're doing this, why you're in that experience, why you're in that profession, and how you can radically elevate your vibration in there. And we'll see all the amazing things that happen with that. So if you're interested in applying to be in that small group, uh, send me an email to garybodleyg at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information. Uh, other than that, we'd like to thank you again for liking and subscribing this ep to this episode and for sharing it with your friends. And the best thing you could do if you have time is to leave a review. If you haven't le left a review yet, we would really appreciate that. No matter what uh, podcast platform you're on, there's a way to leave a review there, and that really helps other people find us. So thanks again, and enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. So there's an underlying fabric within the system of physical reality that ties everything together. You can't see it. You can't really perceive it from where you are. You don't need to perceive it. You don't need to know the source code for anything that's going on here, but just understand that everything in physical reality is a vibrational representation for the purpose of investigation and self-discovery and to move you along your journey to bring forth the intentions you set prior to your birth, whatever those intentions are. And those intentions were created from a space of neutrality and infinite intelligence. You had all the information coming in. You knew exactly what you wanted to explore. You knew you, who you wanted to link up with. You knew what you wanted to sift and sort through because you knew essentially that there's a vibration within you that's pulling you towards understanding that you are love. So imagine the powerful vibration of love 
and that vibration is within you as well. And so that vibration is pulling you through all the experience you'll ever have to come to a greater and greater level of clarity about who you truly are and who you truly are as love. This is an exciting journey. So everything that is brought forth into your reality is part of this journey. Now, you may want to play it safe. You may want to know what's going to happen ahead of time. You may want to have all your ducks in a row, but that's coming from a limited perspective, not understanding the power that you truly are. If you knew who you truly were, you would be excitedly sifting and sorting and jumping around and trying new things and acting on inspiration and interacting with new people without the fear of rejection, failure, and loss. But then it wouldn't be as interesting from the human perspective. It wouldn't be as exciting from the non-physical perspective. It wouldn't be as evolutionary or evolving to discover who you truly were as this whole system is set up perfectly by design. And so as a human, you play your part by either resisting what's going on or going with the flow of what's going on. And you can have either choice. You have free will to do whatever you, you want to do. You can effort and struggle your entire life to attain some ideal that you have in your mind. And that's fine. That is an expansive life. But what happens with that, because it's created from the human perspective and not the non-physical perspective of you, you sort of think, well, if this thing I think I want comes to fruition, then I'll be happy, then I'll be satisfied, then I'll be in joy. But what happens to the present moment? You're trading that present moment for some future moment based on an ideal that's created from a limited perspective. What if you looked at your life from that higher perspective? What if you imagine yourself in the non-physical coming forward to plan this life? And we have a little analogy to give you. Let's say that you came into physical reality, setting everything up so it would be perfect setting every, everything up so everyone would love you, that you had the perfect body and the perfect childhood and the perfect environment in which to play and thrive, and you never encountered any issues or any problems, and you were fine with your belief system that you had going on, and nothing came in, no manifestation events, there were no troubles, no injuries, no accidents, no upsets, no breakups, everything went along smoothly, you made a lot of money, you did everything perfectly, and then you transition back to the non-physical. Wonderful life, fantastic experience, a lot of fun and joy. And then you did that again, and again, and again, and again, and again. And then you sort of said, well, this is sort of like riding a kiddie ride at the amusement park. It's sort of a little bit boring. I've done this before. Let's throw in a little bit of excitement in there. What if we set it up so maybe I wasn't born into opulence. Maybe I was born into a normal family and maybe I had this kind of parent and that kind of parent and went to this kind of school and met these kind of friends. And maybe there'd be a few manifestation events going on there. And maybe in that journey, I might expand even more. And so you do that for a while. And then you'll throw in another challenge here and another thing here. And you want to experience something you haven't experienced before. And those then will be the perfect life, wouldn't they? Because you've gone through enough of those lives that you called perfect because they match what your human would assume was the ideal. But it wasn't really growing. It wasn't really adding or expanding to this idea of yourself as love or this vibration of love that you contain within you. Now, what if you come to physical reality and then you put yourself into some really interesting situations? And then you return to the non-physical and you can see the benefit of those. Well, maybe the human version of you didn't like that so much. There was a little bit of resistance going on there. And you 
as a human would say, I wouldn't have wanted that experience. But from the non-physical perspective, that experience was exactly what you needed because it expanded the love vibration within your soul. Now that you've had enough of those experiences, you come here in physical reality and you set yourself perfectly to go on this journey where you might even discover who you are while living a physical life. And nothing, nothing, nothing can be more exciting than that. Imagine the version of you, the infinite version of you that exists in the non-physical coming into physical reality and discovering that that infinite version of you in the non-physical is exactly the same as a version of you that's here now. What's the difference? Well, your belief system would be different in the non-physical because there would be nothing to fear and you understand how the system works and who you truly are and why you came in the first place. But what if you learned that while you were living in physical reality? What if you learned how physical reality works? What if you learned how the law of attraction works? What if you learned what the purpose of this life was for, for expansion? What if you realized that your pre-birth intentions of expressing your love and experiencing true freedom and true satisfaction and true, true limitlessness, true abundance, and to expand in joy? What if you learned that? And then what if you adopted that? and said, nothing is happening to me. I am the creator of this reality. Everything is happening for me. Sometimes I can't see it because I still have residual limiting beliefs, but I can work on those limiting beliefs. And when something happens, I can see it from the higher perspective and I can realize, oh no, this can't be happening to me. It must be happening for me. What if you had that mindset? And then this journey accelerates and your expansion accelerates and your inner self is experiencing all the feelings and all the emotions that your experiences or is along with you on this journey. And then you become this blended being where you just act on inspiration. You trust that all the inspired ideas that are coming to you, whatever little action you can take in the moment will lead you further on this journey. Then you can become highly effective and satisfied with this life. This is why you are here. Whether you're on this call now or listening to this at a later date, you have been drawn to this information because there's something in the vibration of you now that is closer than ever to discovering who you truly are. And this is what you primarily intended in this life. You primarily intended to understand your limitless nature, to understand what true abundance actually is. Not a whole bunch of money in the bank, but the fact is that you get everything you need when you need it to explore whatever you're choosing to explore. And you have the right to choose any exploration. So you're no longer deciding to choose an exploration of victimhood trying to play around with this inauthentic version of you, you're now choosing to become more authentic. Why? Because more authenticity is a closer representation to who you truly are in the non-physical. In the non-physical, you're completely authentic. You're completely transparent. You're existing as a vibration that everyone can see. And in the physical, you guard that identity and you put up a persona. But if you let go of that persona, if you let go of needing to protect yourself, if you let go of needing to be different than you are, and you just stepped into who you truly are in this reality, well, you become more authentic and a more accurate representation of the non-physical you. In that, you have the same powers and abilities that you have in the non-physical. In the non-physical, you can think a thought and be transported to the dimension where that thought exists, where the manifestation of that thought exists. Well, that's exactly what you're doing in physical reality. You're thinking thoughts and you're moving through dimensions to end up at the dimension where that thought is a physical manifestation. But in physical reality, there's a lag of time. 
because physical reality and the universe wants to make sure you're prepared, you're ready to, for that dimension vibrationally. Are you still existing at a lower vibration in fear? Or are you ready to move to higher vibrations in love? If you are, then the universe will reveal properties of time and space that others cannot see because they are not at that dimension. You think a tree is a tree and a car is a car and a house is a house. These are vibrational representations of these things. And to understand the vibrational nature of everything, you can realize that the tree is full of information. The house is full of information. It's full of information in its vibration. When you tap in vibrationally to anything in physical reality, you receive the information. That's clarity. That's the clarity you get once you rise out of the illusion that it's just a tree or just a house or just a person over there, just a stranger over there. No, these are vibrational representations all designed to move you along this journey of self-discovery. When you get to a certain vibrational level, you will see it more clearly. This is the clarity that comes and the more access to in infinite intelligence that comes through at these higher vibrational levels. You're all on your way there now. You know that you're doing well when you're able to look past the illusion of anything, when you're able to see that something that everyone else considers wrong or bad, when you can see it for the greater good. You know you're well on your journey when you're not getting upset so often, when things don't really phase you like they used to, when you're calm and cool and collected, when you can make choices based in alignment rather than acting on urges out of frustration and fear. This is how you know where you are. This is a wonderful, fun journey or movement towards greater levels of love and clarity and vibration. But everything in this underlying reality that you think is so real with your five senses is all a vibrational signature representing that thing to you. When you're looking at it in fear, you don't see much of it. In fact, there's much that you cannot see in fear. But when you get out of that fear and into more love, the whole world is brand new. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? Hi, Joshua. This is Melinda. Hello, Melinda. Hi. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, I found myself in, in fear lately, and I'm trying to allow myself back into alignment. And this is always the time I feel inspired to talk to you. Um, for guidance and for guidance for everybody else listening. Um, it's um, kind of the better I feel when I'm in alignment, the worse I feel when I'm out of alignment. And it also feels like I am, I've made no progress. Like I'm back in the old approach to life. I'm trapped and I can never get out. So I was hoping that you might be able to help me and help others with some words um, when trapped in that, well, you know, the perceived trappedness of those feelings. <laughs> Excellent. You must understand that your emotional sensitivity is exactly how you know where you are. If you're not very emotionally sensitive, then the bad times, well, they're not that much worse than the good times that you don't get too high or too low but you're not really being shaped by what's going on around you. And so you're sort of numb to your reality and you may not be that excited because most of the time you're in fear and you don't even realize what alignment is. You get to this idea then that there must be more going on in physical reality. 
And those of you who are interested in these teachings are generally much more emotionally sensitive than your friends and neighbors. This is a superpower because you came in with the intention to really know when you're in or out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, you would feel it intensely. And this would drive you on a journey or a trajectory to discover more about who you truly are and how the system works. It, it would drive you to ask that question. What is this all about? There must be something else going on here. Who am I really? Why am I here? And this led you on the journey to explore books and videos and different ideas and come to the conclusion that, oh yeah, I am more than I think I am, but how do I get there from where I am now? It seems so real. This physical reality seems so real. It seems like my limiting beliefs are true sometimes. It seems like I can be taken advantage of or I can be emotionally hurt by others or some event could happen and that could cause me emotional distress. It seems like outside conditions cause how I feel. And then there's this philosophy, no, that's not true because you're the creator of your reality and you choose how you feel. But yet I don't see myself choosing how I feel when something bad happens. I see it as a, just a thing that happens. And this is the perception of yourself as tied into this idea that you are separate from your reality. Nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly expansive. That's fine. But you've come here with a very strong pre-birth intention to discover who you are. Along with that came, with that intention came the trajectory that you set up for your life. That trajectory eventually landed you here. Now you're playing with these ideas and you're saying, okay, intellectually, I'm the creator of my reality. Intellectually, I put myself in that situation for growth. Intellectually, I have these limiting beliefs that are causing these urges to come up and these fear-based thoughts and causing me to dip down into the consciousness of fear. Intellectually, I understand it, but I'm still trapped, it seems, in that environment of victimhood because these things are happening. And we say this is just a process. Now, as you go along the process and you start to uncover some limiting beliefs and start to process some surface layer limiting beliefs, that's all wonderful. And your vibration raises. When your vibration raises, guess what happens? You get more emotionally sensitive. So now little things seem so big. Little things that, that shouldn't bother anyone bother you a lot. And you say, why is this still happening? It seems like I haven't progressed. Well, you've actually progressed amazingly, but you've uncovered the surface layer of limiting beliefs. You've raised your vibration enough to see yourself from a little bit of a higher perspective you are now operating at a different level and you're sort of criticizing yourself for going back into the old approach to life, going back into victimhood. You're trying to actually effort and struggle your way out of victimhood because victimhood doesn't feel good. So you see it now. It's more clear. This is how I was living. This is how everyone else is living. I don't want to live that way because it seemed like in victimhood, I have no control over how I feel because it's conditioned upon what's going on outside of me. This is a normal part of this journey. It's to be understood as very good, as very expansive, where few people on earth have ever gotten to this level. So it's something new. And now the fact is that you're thinking in a new way. You're even considering why this is happening. Why do I feel so bad? Why are these things happening? Why haven't I made this leap 
suddenly to this new approach to life where everything is rosy. That's not the purpose of the, the new approach to life. The purpose of the new approach to life is to accelerate your journey of self-discovery and become even more authentic. That implies then to become more authentic that you'll have to give up that false persona, that false persona you've built up your entire life. I'm this kind of person. In order to be happy, this has to happen. I have to be on time. I have to be capable. I have to be responsible. I have to pay my bills. I have to show up at wherever I intended to show up. I have to honor my commitments, all these things that are still effort and struggle. Because you still have in your mind this ideal, this ideal life, what it would look like if everything went perfectly. Well, I'm doing everything perfectly. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing all these things and still manifestation events come. Yeah, the manifestation events come because from your perspective, it seems like you're doing all the right things but there's still limiting beliefs you're not looking at. There's still some adjustment that needs to happen. And the manifestation events are coming to point this out. It's not the outside conditions. It's never the people. It's nothing to do with any of that. It's all to do with your mental construct. Now that mental construct has shifted and that's a good thing, but there's still these limiting beliefs that are core to you, who you are, that are part of this journey. And sometimes you can't see them on your own. In fact, the core limiting beliefs are almost impossible for someone to see on their own. The way that those are brought forth is through manifestation events. Manifestation events that you hate because they're so emotionally painful. You don't want them to come. You think you don't want them to come, but actually they're a gift from the universe to point out a fact that you have this core limiting belief. And what's the core limiting belief that you and everyone else has? I am not the creator of my reality. I am the victim to my reality. Therefore, I must control my reality and myself and everyone in it in order for me to manifest my ideal so that I'll finally be happy. The truth is, in this moment, everything is perfect. You can't see that. Everything is perfect. In this moment, you are fully free and fully abundant. You can have, be, and do anything you want. You can make any choices. You can process any belief. You can think any way you want to think. You can do that. That's the truth of this moment. But the momentum of the approach to life that you've had your entire life is very strong. And it's moving you forward and moving the rest of the population as they grow older into more fear and, and stronger limiting beliefs. So imagine that. Imagine you don't know anything about these teachings and you're just the normal person living a normal life and you believe that your beliefs are true, which is what most of the population does. Well, while they're young, they have this sense of possibility, optimism, and they have a feeling that they could do anything. And then manifestation events happen to show them limiting beliefs that they then ignore, and those limiting beliefs get stronger. And new manifestation events happen, new manifestation happens, so they withdraw they make it smaller to avoid the manifestation events and the negative emotion. And the momentum of that grows and grows and grows. And eventually they withdraw from everything. They stay in their apartments. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to interact with anyone. They don't even want to hear or see very well because it is upsetting because they're being triggered all the time. Trigger, trigger, trigger all the time. What you have to realize is when you get to the stage, you're playing with two forces here, the momentum of your old approach to life and the, and the reality of what you're learning. 
And so it's a practice and it's a process. Now, there's nothing wrong with feeling this negative emotion because when you reach a state of neutrality, you won't judge one emotion as better or worse than any other emotion. You will exude or express love to the emotion. And the emotion will no longer make you feel anything because in neutrality, you are choosing to see everything is right and everything is good and everything is perfect. Well, if you are moving towards that idea of neutrality, realizing there is no good, there is no bad, there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no better, there is no worse. It's all equal, all neutral, it's all just vibrations that you're interpreting and judging to say one thing's good over the other. This is causing the negative emotion. Because when you choose to see yourself as a victim to these vibrations, your inner self is sending you the emotion that you can realize, no, that's just a form of fear. It's not true because your inner self is always alerting you to the true reality. You're seeing these vibrations as things and people and events, but it's nothing but vibration and it's all you. It's all you. You are not separated from any of this reality. Now that takes a little bit of time to wrap around your brain, but when you do it long enough, if you continue with your daily meditations and daily spiritual practice and attain these higher perspective about yourself, you will naturally come out of victimhood. It'll happen. Maybe it's a year, maybe it's six months, maybe it's five years. It is a process depending on the strength and rigidity of your mental construct. So we say, just let it go, have fun with it. Who cares? It's not serious. It's not anything bad happening, you must understand that this is the perfect life for you. You wouldn't want any other life. You would not feel comfortable in any other life. You would feel something off if you were to pop into someone's body and, and have their life. It wouldn't make sense. This is the perfect life for you. When you return to the non-physical, you'll see it clearly. If you can just start to see it clearly now, it'll give you a sense of relief, a little bit of ease. And just realize it's a game you set up for yourself. And this is the perfect game for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you very much. Excellent. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I have a question. Rashta. Um, so this is about clothing. Um, when I change from one outfit to the next, the, uh, the first outfit, I just throw mm. it. Like First, I throw it on my bed. Then I get irritated. So I shove the clothes onto the rug on the ground. Then I get irritated seeing it on the ground. Then I finally hang it up in the closet. And then I thought to resolve this, I'll just walk into my closet uh, and then change there. So in the beginning, I was putting my clothes away uh, right onto the hanger, but that lasted very short for a short time. And even even in the closet, I just throw it on the ground. And and I kind of I'm kind of curious as to why I do that. And I it sounds so ridiculous to be asking this question about not being able to put my clothes up on the hanger. I thought maybe it's a reflection that I don't appreciate myself. That's why I'm just letting the clothes drop to the ground. Or maybe it's showing me that I have an abundance of clothes. That's why I'm okay with dropping it on the ground. Or, or maybe it's something else. Let's say that you are fresh out of the shower, you have no clothes on, and you are thinking about dressing. Anything that you put on, is a vibrational signature and it will either resonate with you or not. 
based in the vibrational signature that you expect that you will receive when you put it on. Let's say you're making a sandwich. You get out two pieces of bread and you toast them. So you've altered the quality of the bread from bread to toast through the process of putting them in the toaster. So you've changed the vibration of the bread. You now put on some turkey, you put on some lettuce, you put on some tomatoes and salt and pepper and some mayonnaise. So the mayonnaise is a vibration, the tomatoes is a vibration, the lettuce is a vibration, and the turkey is a vibration. You put it all together and you call that accumulation of vibration a sandwich. Now the vibration of all of that is the vibration of the wheat, the vibration of the baker for the bread, the vibration of the animal that gave itself for the turkey, the vibration of the plants that gave itself for the lettuce and the tomato. And you enter this dimension where this now exists at a sandwich. You think, oh, it's this whole process that came to the store and I went shopping and I came home and I made all this stuff happening. And then you eat it. You're not paying attention to the fact that it's all vibrational information. The vibration, then the information of all those components that make up the sandwich then goes into your body and it interacts with the vibration of your cells and blends in and processes through your body, becomes the energy that your body uses, but it's all vibration. Now, let's say you took out the tomato and you put in a donut. It's a completely different vibration, isn't it? That vibration then, it would taste different, it would smell different, it would have different texture, it would look different, and you might even call it weird because it doesn't match to your mental construct. But it might be delicious. It might fuel your body just as well. You'd have to experiment with that. When you go in a closet and you pick out a piece of clothing, you want that clothing to make you look something, to make you appear something. Something maybe attractive or fun or sporty or whatever it is, maybe acceptable to other people, whatever it is. And so there's a vibration in the clothing and you, you interpret that with your physical senses. This then goes through your mental construct. So the filter of your mental construct is perceiving that unique piece of clothing that only you can see because it is actually your creation. The vibration exists, but how you perceive it is your creation. Then when you put it on, it's a different vibration because now it's blended with the vibration of you. And so if you look in a mirror and you say, oh, that doesn't look good at all, you're judging the vibration of you and the vibration of your clothes together only through a mental construct. There's nothing wrong with that. That's exactly how this system of physical reality is set up. Everything's perfect. Now, when you love what you put on, when you feel good, it's the culmination of all those vibrations and your mental construct accepting this reality, this vibrational signature as good. And you feel it as good. If you put on something and you thought, oh, that makes me look terrible, then you are looking through your mental construct at the mirror, back at your vibration, and you're choosing to see it as unattractive or whatever. You're making a judgment. That judgment then will put you into a certain stream of consciousness and you'll bring up a certain urge to control the situation. And so if you don't like it, you may just take it off and throw it on the floor. But that isn't the vibration of the clothes. It's your vibration of how you perceive yourself. So everything in physical reality, every single thing is based in your perception of yourself in the moment. And this creates the vibration. 
It also creates which stream of consciousness you're in. Are you in consciousness of fear? Or are you in alignment with the consciousness of source? Alignment or fear? In fear, you say, ah, just leave it on the ground. In alignment, you might be inspired to hang it up. So one day you leave it on the ground and one day you hang it up. It all depends on how you're perceiving yourself. I don't care. Does it matter? It should be up there, whatever it is. That's your definition. There is no standard definition. There is no objective definition of what should be done. It all comes in your perception of yourself and the vibration you're existing in, the vibration that you're emitting to the universe and the, the stream of consciousness that you happen to be in at the time. If you were in the stream of consciousness of source, of alignment, you would always do what you're inspired to do. And you would always see this inspiration as good because everything's good. So if you were inspired to just throw it on the floor because you can always come back and get it later, that's perfect. And if you're inspired to hang it up, that's perfect too. There is no right or wrong. It's all perfect. And your habit is to judge some behaviors as good, some behaviors as bad, some behaviors as better, some, some is not as good. Stratifying everything all the time because you're not seeing yourself for who you truly are. But you will, at some point you will, and you're playing with this information and you're asking these brilliant questions and they're going on to inform other people who are listening and they're asking new questions as well. And you're accessing parts of the universe that have never been accessed before with your questions. So everything is perfect in this. So we say, why not just give up the judgment? Why not say, there's nothing wrong with putting it on the floor. There's nothing wrong with hanging it up. It's all fine. Stop needing to say some things are good, some things are bad based on what? Based on limiting beliefs you were taught as a child or a system of conformity that wants everyone to hang everything up all the time, put everything back in its place all the time, that's up to them. Do what's right for you and just think about your alignment. Okay. I'm a little confused. Think okay, on so that I for mean- a little bit. Think on that for a little bit. Think on anything you're confused about and just say to yourself, if there is no wrong, what's wrong with this? Excellent okay. question. Right. Who's you. next? I have a question. Kate. Hi. Um, you led me to my question uh, within your answer to Rashna, and it was uh, your description of a sandwich. And you referenced that different items within the sandwich have, has, have different vibrations. So like the tomato has a different vibration, if I understood that correctly, the bread has a different vibration. And I'm getting to the question that the animal, if the animal gave itself up for making its way to your sandwich, it would, I assume, have a different vibration as well so the animal didn't give itself up yeah you provided entry for the animal without humans loving turkey there wouldn't be a lot of turkeys around so the turkey gets to be here and gets to experience physical reality because humans love turkeys so how would and you you said you know items that we eat have a vibration and then they come into our body and work with our vibration and ourselves. And they, I completely understand there's no right or wrong or, or anything, but wouldn't eating an animal create a different vibration within us than eating a tomato, say? First of all, you're unique. So what's the vibration of the interaction of vibration between you and anything that you eat is unique to you. 
The only way to understand if the vibration is compatible with you is to test it. And so we suggest taking some time between lunch and dinner, right in the middle, and eating one thing by itself. When you eat the thing, you think about, do you enjoy it? Maybe it's an apple. Do you like apples? Are apples delicious when you think of them? Then you take a bite of the apple. How does it feel in your mouth? How does it feel going down? Does it taste good to you? Does the body accept it? And then wait a minute later, how do you feel? And then wait an hour later, how do you feel? And you can test one thing a day and for a month, you'll have 30 things that you've tested that you know. So every vibration works differently with every unique human because every human is unique and has a unique vibration. What's good for your mother or your friend may not be good for you as far as a vibrational match, as far as a vibrational match that makes you feel good or that allows you to feel good. You may do very well with steaks and hamburgers and sausage and bacon and chicken, and you may do much better with vegetables, but not all vegetables. Gary does not do well with fruit. The fruit, there's something in all fruit that he interacts with and doesn't work with at all. And so he just eliminates those things. And then there's some things that work perfectly and some things that are a little bit too rich and some things that are maybe give a little heartburn because they're not vibrationally matched, but you can't tell if it's all in one meal or one sandwich or one salad. When it's all mixed together, you can't identify the thing that may be causing some dissonance within your vibration. If you were told as a kid that this is how you should eat and this is how much you should eat and you shouldn't waste all these things and that those things are too expensive and these things we don't eat because of some religious belief or whatever it is, then you have some set of beliefs within your mental construct that prejudges these things. And you might say, oh, potato chips are bad or meat is bad or this is bad or that is bad, but it's all based on a mental construct. By testing and experimenting with anything, you can see for yourself because your body will react in some form. And the feeling of that will be your indication whether this single item works well with your body. Now, of course, your body will change over time, so the, the testing process can be done. But does that answer your question, or is it something deeper than that? It's something deeper than that. If everything has a vibration, and when you eat that thing, that actually kind of works with you. If you eat an animal, is it a are you eating a vibration of fear because many animals would have it in the physical set in the physical sense their physical body would have been in deep fear upon transitioning and then you're eating that body would you not be eating the vibration of like fear consciousness essentially like in a maybe really extreme way would you not be eating the vibration of fear we'll say that the fear is in the vibration of the live animal just as when you return to the non-physical you're not bringing in your fear with you all your fear is left here all your fear is left while you're alive there is a possibility that you could have a judgment about this or a belief about this that belief will be the thing that causes you not to interact or causes a dissonance in your vibration and so we would say either change the belief or conform to the belief because no matter what, you're going to have this belief that causes the dissonance in that vibration that will then go on to affect other things. It's always the belief of the human who's alive and what they are doing in their reality, how they're interpreting their reality. 
So you can make up all kinds of stories about these things. But as a matter of reality, notice how many cows are alive and chickens are alive and deer are alive and these things are alive who get to come in and experience physical reality. They don't care what happens to them when they're gone. They don't care how long they're here. None of that makes any difference to them whatsoever. They don't hold grudges or wish things were different. That's for the humans to do. They have a simple awareness. I'm a cow. I'm living on earth. I'm eating. I'm grazing. I'm interacting with other cows. I'm enjoying the scenery. And poof, I'm back to non-physical and will come again as a cow. From the non-physical perspective, the cow is where the essence of the cow, the soul of the cow, the vibration of the cow is, I'm so happy that this discarded body went on to feed other people and clothe other people and do whatever it did. When you return to the non-physical, you will not care about your body. If you are a organ donor, you will love that the organs were able to go into someone else and have an experience with them. So none of this is a residual of fear that's left over, the fear is gone when they return to the non-physical. So there is no wrong anywhere in the universe. And there is no need to protect yourself from anything. You just do what gives you joy. And if you want to test things out, you can test things out. Thank you. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Who's next? Harold. Um, I love Shanice. But I'm allergic to, uh, to grass poles and I have a cross, uh, um, an allergic response to some cherries, but I love them. And sometimes even the same kind I can eat and they are perfect. And, and other times uh, they, they sting inside of my mouth and uh, it makes me, yeah, don't feel so well. So why is that? Everything in physical reality is a vibrational signature. Everything is moving you from fear to love. There are no coincidences. Nothing is random. You just don't randomly have excellent eyesight or poor eyesight. You're not randomly six foot five or four foot two. Nothing is random. Everything is chosen for this journey of self-discovering. There's so much going on with the complex nature of this reality that you think is, well, that's meaningful. That means something, that's something over there. That means something in order to protect yourself. But from the perspective of the neutral creator of their own reality, every single aspect of you is perfect. There is no wrong in any of it. It's all perfect. Gary very, very much want to, wanted to assimilate with his American friends when he was moved from Canada to San Diego. And everyone loved watermelon. This was the thing that everyone ate at all the picnics, all the barbecues, watermelon here, watermelon there. Don't you just love how watermelon is? He hated watermelon. And he really wanted to assimilate or conform to everyone else. This was his major thing in life, to be as normal as possible. And so what's more abnormal in a Southern American culture than not liking watermelon? That's as abnormal as you get. So this was just another abnormal thing about him. He cannot conform. He had allergies to cats. He had to watch different places that he went around cats. He had all these different things that were a little bit different about him, but he was trying to overcome these things in order to conform and be as normal as possible so that other people would like, love, and accept him. That wasn't his journey. His journey is not to be normal. The less normal he is, the better. So everything is chosen for your journey, but you can't really or don't really need to know what that is. 
You don't need to know any six. Oh, I just happen to be allergic to cherries sometimes. I like cherries, but do I like feeling good better than I like cherries? Yes, so avoid the cherries. You have other things you like that other people don't like or other things you can eat that other people can't eat. There's all kinds of things. And everyone is unique. You're never gonna find another person like you. The way you perceive anything. Now, you may have resistance to things because you think they're bad or wrong, and you may be avoiding them to avoid negative emotion. But when it comes to things like allergies, things like certain preferences that are different than other people, that's part of that journey. And you don't need to control any of that. You don't need to control anything in this life. Just accept where it is and say, okay, I just happen to be six foot two. That's fine. I'm going to live this life as fully six foot two as I can, or I just happen to be five foot three. That's perfect for me. I'm going to live this life as if I was designed to be five foot three. Look at all the benefits there are of being six foot two. Look at all the benefits there are of being five foot three. Everything that you have is a benefit for your life. Every attribute, every talent, every interest that you have is a benefit for the life you're living, that unique, specific life. Looking around to seeing whatever everyone else has isn't going to serve you whatsoever. Just knowing that they all chose it for them. Exactly. Someone's in a wheelchair. That's their choice. That's how they want to experience this life. Someone is a concert pianist who has this amazing musical talent. That's how they wanted to experience this life. You have an interest in physical reality and how this whole system works and consciousness and the law of attraction. That's how you wanted this life to work. This is who you are. Embrace that authentic nature without seeing any of it as wrong. See all of it as perfect. And then you become more authentic. See any of it as wrong. And you're just playing around with this idea of yourself as a victim that things could be better or should be different than they are. At some point, you'll realize that everything about you, your body, your entire life, your family, your friends, your interests, your talents, your attributes, your intelligence, all of that is perfect. You'll realize it for sure when you return to the non-physical. If you could realize that every aspect of your entire life and reality is perfect for you, then you can live the rest of your life in joy. Thank you. Who's next? May I? Yes. Hello. Hello, Anita. Um, Hi. Hi there. Why the heck do I love my dog so much? And why does my dog love me so much? Like, what is going on with my dog, Rocky? You accept your dog unconditionally. Your dog is easy to accept unconditionally. There is no resistance. When there is no resistance, there is no fear. When there is no fear, what is left? Love. Mm, Thank you. One more little one? Absolutely. Thank you. Are dogs or animals, uh, they're a different vibration. Are they a more evolved being? Are they a higher vibration? Think of consciousness based on awareness. Gary was watching Bodie play in the backyard. Bodhi is attached to a long tether and can go around the yard, but invariably Bodhi will wrap himself up against something. And so Bodhi is wrapped up and tied around or just, just around a chair and can't figure out how to get out. Just sits there and pulls against the leash, pulls against, can't move anywhere, and finally just sits down or barks for help. Gary comes out, sees immediately 
that, oh yeah, it's just wrapped around the chair. Just come over, Bodhi, come over this way, come around here. Bodhi can't see it, has no clue what's happening. Just knows it, he can't move. Bodhi is existing in physical reality with a certain level of awareness for where that vibration, that spirit is, that soul is, for a certain experience. Doesn't want other awareness, doesn't need other awareness, has awareness that Gary doesn't have, can smell better, can run faster, can do a lot of things. So that's the experience that they came in for, for the expansion that's offered in that experience. The human experience is far more aware, far more aware, but quite limited in relation to where it could be, to where it's going. So you might look at humans who lived 2000 years ago. And you can see that their awareness is quite different than the human awareness is today. They don't know about bacteria. They don't know about black holes. They don't know about a lot of things that the average human living today knows about. Mm -hmm. They were less aware. And as humanity has progressed, it's become more and more and more aware to the culmination now of this time of awakening. Man did not realize that there was such a thing as non-physical or an underlying system of physical reality that was vibrational. They had a few philosophers who came up with some ideas, but now population is moving in mass to a better understanding of how physical reality works and why you're here and what the non-physical is and how this works. You've all been asking this question and we and other teachers have been offering our perspective to bring you to a heightened sense of awareness. Once you get to a heightened sense of awareness, you have all these empathic abilities and non-physical senses come online. You didn't really understand vibration before. And now you're realizing vibration is your perception of yourself within your reality. Your perception of yourself within your reality is a vibration that's sent out as a signal to the universe. And the universe forms a new reality based on that vibration. The higher you raise your vibration, the higher you see yourself as the creator of your reality, as the all-powerful, non-physical version of you that has manifested itself into physical reality for the experience and the expansive growth to new levels of awareness. But you're just doing it for the fun of it, just doing it for the joy of it, for the ease of it. It's the most exciting and interesting thing going on. There's nothing much happening in non-physical. You want to be here. You want to play here. You want to figure this stuff out here. You want to have conversations here. In the non-physical, there's no conversations. You know why? Because everyone knows everything. They see your vibration. There's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to tell them about. There's nothing to reveal to anyone because you're transparent and everyone knows the same things you know. Here, you get to have these conversations. You get to spend all day doing stuff, working stuff out, thinking about things in a new way, blending these ideas together to form a life that's true for you, that's true for you, not for anyone else, the life that's authentic, effective, expansive, and based in love. That's true for you. It's not true for your neighbor, your relatives, or your friends. It's true for you. You came to ask these questions. You came to sift and sort and try out some new ideas. And maybe, just maybe, you can intellectually understand that you're the creator of your reality and that no one else can create in your reality. 
which means nothing can happen to you. It's always happening for you because this whole reality is your creation, all your creation. And you get to do with it whatever you want to do. You can fold the laundry, you can walk the dog, you can lay in your bed and cry. You can think of yourself as a victim or think of yourself as a creator, but whatever you're doing, you're having experience and that's what you came for. So it's meant to be fun. Why not have fun? Who cares how you're treated? Who cares what people think? Who cares what's going on outside of you? The only thing that matters is how you think about yourself. Because if you think about yourself from this higher perspective, your reality has to form around that. And if you think about yourself from a lower perspective, your reality has to form about that. So think about how you think about yourself and watch that reality form and then interact with that. And that's what you get to do here in physical reality. It's all taken care of for you because the underlying system is perfect. And you'll know more that you are love tomorrow than you do today and next life than you do this life. And it's evolving, evolving, and evolving. But it's all spectacular. It's all perfect. And it's all fun. If you can see it that way. And if you think it's effort and struggle, it's because you're trying to get what you think you lack from a limited perspective. That's all that's happening. And you'll do that for a while until you figure out that that's no fun. Go back to the fun and everything will work out. And with that, we are complete. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Bye, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. All right, that was a fascinating one. I think there was a bunch of great questions that all tied together in this idea of what is the fabric of physical reality, how it's set up, and how it helps us move on our journeys of self-discovery. And when we change our mental construct around every area in our life, that's when we raise our vibration and we see things we couldn't see before. It makes everything so much clearer. And in business, if you're a business owner or if you're a professional in business, we're doing a very small group of people in a mastermind course that will be taught by me and Jerry Mastelon. It'll be a 12 week course. We're gonna start it in about a week or so, maybe two weeks. And um, we're gonna take a small group. So if you're interested in applying to that, send me an email at garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information. Uh, it should be really fascinating, this first one that we're gonna do. And it might be, only be the only one that I'm involved in after that Jerry will take over. So this is something not to be missed. Uh, also, thanks again for supporting us in any way you can. Of course, word of mouth is really the way that everyone finds this podcast. If you found it in a different way, I'd love to hear how you found it. Uh, again, you could just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and it would be really nice to know. So have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time.